I got a star on my car and one on my chest A gun on my hip and the right to arrest I'm the guy who's a boss on this highway So watch out what you're doing when you're driving my way If you break the law, you'll hear from me, I know I'm working for the state, I'm the highway patrol It's a little too on the nose, Eric Johnson playing Highway Patrol as we are going to be visiting uh, with Sergeant Wade Gattermas here in a moment. I want to set the stage for those of you that are just joining us. Uh, over the weekend, it was reported that the Attorney General's office is going to be looking at changes. This upcoming legislative session that's going to get underway in just a little over a month here uh, that, that deals with those individuals that say, hey, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to make a run for it. I'm going to flee law enforcement, which is just the most idiotic thing. Uh, that one can do. But I want to know, one fact, some of the, the, the protocols are when it comes to the North Dakota Highway Patrol of when they decide to pursue, when they might do some alternative uh, means to find the suspect. And to help break that down for us now is Sergeant Wade Kattermas with the North Dakota Highway Patrol. Sergeant Kattermas, appreciate your time today. How you been? Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on to talk about such an important, important topic. Well, it's... And maybe it's just our observations, and maybe the numbers don't add up, uh, but it seems as though more and more that people are deciding to make a run for it. Uh, are you seeing that in the numbers for the North Dakota Highway Patrol? Well, I know over the past five years, we have seen an increase. So in 2018, we had around 57 pursuits. 2019, we had 50, slightly lower, but it drastically changed in 2020, where we um, just about doubled that or just did double it. Uh, we had 102 pursuits in 2020. Wow. 2021, we had 82, so it is decreasing a little bit. And then 2022, um, we currently have 57. Okay. Um, one other thing we started to do is started keeping track of how many times troopers decline pursuits. Because there, there are several times where, you know, the officer just decides that pursuing this individual isn't worth the risk. So they don't even initiate or continue the pursuit. So, and so far this year, we've declined 25 pursuits. Wow. Um, and that we just started keeping track of that in July as well. Cause that, that really goes or shows adds to the, the issues that law enforcement, I think in general is seeing out there. Is there any uh, knowledge as to why people say in 2020, I mean, I know the world is kind of flipped upside down for everybody. Uh, why, it seems there's more violations, whether it's traffic or, or other means that have been all over news. Has there been any uh, discussion as to why that was the case, or is it just, well, we don't know, but we're glad it's kind of coming down? Well, you know, I, I've been asked that several times, yeah. um, why people are decided to, to flee, I guess. I, I can't answer that. I know that in general, usually when somebody does flee, they, they might have some other underlying charge or reason behind it like let's say they're driving under suspension or they have a warrant or you know they could possibly possibly be DUI um, you know and I do believe courts or jails handled um, driving under suspensions a little differently over the COVID time um, you know maybe there was more out there because they didn't get handled in time I'm just not sure yeah and I guess I didn't know uh now, there would even be one exact answer, to be honest with you, Sergeant, just because, uh, as I said, everything just changed, not overnight, but seemingly overnight. And, uh, you know, why people were 
more risk, uh, you know, taking then I, I don't know that we're ever going to have an answer uh, to that. Uh, I want to dive into, you mentioned that 25 pursuits have been declined since you started keeping track this year. It, it, was it a policy change aside from obviously we're keeping track of it now, but what, what weighs in on the fact that uh, we're not even going to bother uh, chasing this, this suspect? No, as, as an accredited agency, which the Highway Patrol is, we, we continually update and evaluate our pursuit policy. So um, it's always, ever since I've come on, you know, troopers always have to initiate the seriousness of the initial offense that the driver committed. Um, is it a simple equipment violation? Is it a traffic violation? Are they wanted for something else? The seriousness of the offense we look at, okay? Um, is there also any known information about the suspect? The identity of the individual, criminal history, um, any previous violence, things like that. Um, and then we also have to take into consideration the kind of vehicle they're driving, the kind of vehicle we're driving as well, and the type of area or roadway we're on, whether or not we're in a, a rural area or are we going into a more populated area as well. Um, there's a number of things that we've got to consider when we even think about initially um, initiating the pursuit. As far as uh, the uh, the attempts at fleeing and uh, whether or not uh, there's a pursuit or we, we catch these individuals by other means at a later date or further on down the road, uh, is this something that law enforcement you're hearing from saying, look, we got to do something. There's got to be a stiffer penalty. Uh, there's got to be some sensing here. That's what we're hearing from the attorney general's office, and that's what his hopes are, that maybe this will deter someone else if all of a sudden we add sentencing on because you chose to flee from the police is that something that uh, your department's discussed something that they're in favor of you know i i know we've discussed it you know internally and you know that's always an option um and i think the attorney general would be the best to evaluate that you know because he can look at the overall um aspect or environment here in north dakota on what all law enforcement agencies are experiencing and then go from there. You know, I, I know the first offense right now is an A misdemeanor. Um, any subsequent offense after that within three years is a C felony. You know, so it is pretty stiff right now. Um, and then also if you're fleeing the commission of a felony, it becomes a felony to flee in that manner. Or if you're driving and let's say you just get a simple speeding ticket or you just don't want a simple speeding ticket and um the way you operate your vehicle, if it creates uh, inherent risk of death or serious injury to, to others, you know, it could be bumped up to a C felony. So, um, you know, there are some stiff penalties right now, but, you know, it might take a little bit of um, thinking or out-of-the-box thinking to decide what do we do. Do we impound the vehicle itself, you know, from the individual if it's their vehicle? Um you know, there's a number of things I think that can be looked at. Mm-hmm. So. Sergeant Wade Kattermiss, our guest, North Dakota Highway Patrol. Uh, you mentioned one thing that I, I have to ask now before I get a weather update and I'll let you get back to work. Uh, about the speed of the vehicle. Uh, in North Dakota, we have had, at times I'd just say they're laughable fines <laughs> for speeding. Uh, is there going to be an attempt to, that you've heard of uh, as maybe raising fines and fees when it comes to speeding tickets in the state this session? Well, I know the Vision Zero Committee that that does look at that agrees that something needs to be done to enhance 
um, penalties or to increase compliance with our speeding laws. You know mm-hmm. what that takes. It takes legislative support on, from our legislators and in, in how they want to approach doing that. Um, coming up with something maybe different than increasing fines or points, but um, something I think does need to be addressed. I know as a trooper, you know, I, I would get laughed at by individuals just about the the how high the or how low the fine is. Um, a ten dollar speeding ticket, you know, now these days isn't a real deterrence to a lot of people. Yeah, well, you found me uh, nodding up and down in agreement, and knowing that uh, been in those committee discussions on the Senate side, and hearing just. The weak arguments from my fellow lawmakers at that time, I suspect attitudes probably haven't changed in those chambers, but I'm not going to get you involved in that. I'll have those conversations with those uh, those lawmakers at a different time. Uh, Sergeant, what I miss uh, today before I let you go, I do very much appreciate your time. Um, just want the, the public to be reassured that the patrol and troopers do everything they could can to try and, and prevent having to d- um, initiate pursuits, you know, it really comes down to the driver that's being stopped by any law enforcement officer. Um, it, you're going to come out at the best end of it if you just simply pull over and face whatever you're facing, whether it's a DUS uh, warrant, a DUI, because if you do flee and you end up hurting yourself or killing somebody else, um, you know, that that's just a road that you do not want to go down. So. Very good. Sergeant Cattermas, I always appreciate your availability, and I'll tell you what, we'll chat again soon, all right? You take care until then. You bet. Bye. Yep. Sergeant White and Cattermas, North Dakota Highway Patrol, the public information officer uh, for that department. Messages in at 35270. as provided by the Eye Consultants of North Dakota. We'll come back to those thoughts, and you can also call us at 237-5948. Got to get you this weather update from Two Tall Tom Schmansky. And we'll wrap up the first hour of Afternoons Live on a Monday right after this.